Welcome to Technado with Don Pizzette. Featuring sysadmin expert Don Pizzette, DevOps engineer Justin Dennison, security specialist Daniel Lowry, and Peter. Hello and welcome to Technado with Don Pizzette. I'm your host, Peter Van Rysdam, joined as always by, you know, like Don Pizzette and then the other guys. Hey yeah, guys. I, I tell you what, that was a monumental. <laughs> I nailed like, it. I tell you, I, we don't even have to do the rest of the podcast. No. You blew my mind so and Thanks hard everybody for joining us on Technado yeah, We're all in a slight state of awe because we just watched the video footage of the Beirut explosion, which apparently was like a fireworks well, well, factory. I, I haven't yet, but <laughs> I hear it's... By the time this episode is released, the real story will come out that fireworks explosion. (laughs) Fireworks explosion. (laughs) Was a lie. But we've got uh, Don Pizzette there above me. Don, how's it going? Hey, I am excited to be here and talk about technology. Yep, and Justin Dennison over there, the one guy who hasn't seen the video yet. How you doing? Yeah, I haven't seen the video because I'm in this room locked in a door with large amounts of light. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I can watch my hair grow in here. I don't know what's going on with that. It's like Chia Justin. Yeah. I'm like the little Play-Doh guy. And Daniel's over there. How you doing, Daniel? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm the opposite of Justin with the hair. So he's got hair going this way. I got hair going this way. You're sucking it in. People go, oh, you got crazy amounts. I go, yeah. I haven't cut my hair in like three weeks. (laughs) That looks like years. It does, Uh, doesn't it? All right. So we've got an interesting show today. We were scheduled to have a guest, but uh, there's a hurricane, apparently. And uh, it is taking out power across the eastern seaboard. So we're going to go ahead and reschedule that guest. But, you know, we've said we've got enough news. Let's just let's just talk about it because we've got some good stuff to talk about. And we're going to start uh, with who got pwned to talk about what uh, an update from something that happened last week. Looks like you're about to get pwned. Fatality. Yeah! All right. So last week on the show, we talked about Garmin having an outage that was affecting uh, all the people that still use those GPS systems, uh, air travel, um, freight, you know, uh, you know, all those kinds of things. The run fitness things. The, the, yeah, yeah, the, the mall apps. walkers. Yeah, yeah, people that are just still walking. Like, turn they're... left at J.C. Penney and exactly. go back to your car. <laughs> exactly. Are the malls open? I don't even know. I know. You turn left at the uh, bankruptcy sale sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, if oh, you're I mean, the Macy's, COVID, then you time yes, traveled. That too. Just walk on the outside of the mall. Yeah. Oh, exactly. No, it's hot there. too hot. the whole point. Anyway. Uh, Garmin reportedly paid multi-million dollar ransom after suffering cyber attack. A report, uh, a report of 10 million was demanded in ransom after the attack took Garmin services offline. And I'm curious about this because it was, it was such a long time that they were down, a couple of days. And I thought those ransoms were normally, here's a time that you've got to pay by this time. And so could you really wait two days and do that? I think, you know, when you are a internet criminal and you're demanding $10 million, You'll say, yeah, it's kind of like a used car salesman. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I can give you this price. Oh, but that offer expires today. You got to act. But if you don't act, well, all right, we can make it work tomorrow. <laughs> no, no honor among thieves. So all I heard in this headline is I need to get in this ransomware deal. I need That's to a get great in idea. Yeah. yeah. You that should a become a cyber idea. criminal. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I hear it's lucrative based on these stories we hear at least once a week. Did you know in the United States, if you're a convicted felon, you can no longer vote? (laughs) (laughs) Or Or on a firearm. (laughs) I feel like these are good things. I can petition for restoration of my voting. You can can get your voting rights back in Florida, but only if you've paid all your fines. Yeah, but with that $10 million of ransom. (laughs) 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 But we're assuming in this scenario you were caught. 
Oh, here's yeah, but you, if I properly laundered that money. Here's what you do, Holmes. Here's what you do. You steal a big chunk of money, right? You ransom big money. Uh-huh. And you put that in a high-yield interest <laughs> like type of security. And you go do some time, like three or four years, while it's building all that interest. And you go, listen, y'all let me out of this jail. I'll give you that money back. Yep. And then they That's let smart. you out, and you get that money. You're free money for you. Yeah, so kids, just remember, crime doesn't pay. Stay in school. Unless you're smart about it. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's morally and ethically wrong. That is that. But but it, but it still amazes me, like, how like it just keeps happening. Like, at, at yeah. some point, there's going to be a group of people who used to live in their mom's basement, and now they're driving Ferraris, and somebody's going to go, I think I know what they're doing. Definitely ransomware people. I feel like a lot of that ransomware comes from other countries where we have no like control. Well, yeah, this one looks like it was uh, linked to a Russian-based hacking group. Uh, but what's interesting is the group is known as Evil Corp, which <laughs> should have been a tip-off for <laughs> yeah. Garmin to not give them access. You know, there is data. a whole second side of this story. So when we reported on it last week, Garmin had been down for a couple of days. Their services were coming back online. And I took that to mean, oh, They've been restoring their backups and bringing servers back online. That's why they were down for days. But it turns out that they wanted to pay the ransom right away. But the organization that performed the cyber attack is officially sanctioned by the U.S. Treasury, which means it is literally illegal to pay them money. And so Garmin had engaged with another organization to pay on their behalf. That other organization had said, no, we can't do that. It's illegal. There's sanctions in place. Was this not through Bitcoin? And Well... But even still, it doesn't couldn't... matter how you pay them. This is like sending money to Iran. Oh, because like, they could have gotten in trouble for that. I see. Right. Okay. So the other organization wouldn't do it. So then uh, what happened is Garmin had to hunt down another organization <laughs> who is called, I don't know how to say this, A-R-E-T-E, Arete IR, uh, which is another cybersecurity company that basically, I don't know why they're called a cybersecurity company because they just negotiate ransoms on your behalf. And, uh, and so they went ahead and handled the payment. Now, they're taking the standpoint of saying, no, this ransomware isn't actually tied to that organization that we just paid to unlock the ransomware, uh, which is total BS. Uh, so what's going to happen here is somebody is going to get in trouble with the Treasury because they paid a sanctioned organization. So whether that's Garmin or a REIT, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, really some shady stuff going on here and kind of disappointing that a company like Garmin wouldn't have basic backup protections and, in place. And if you're evil core. Or evil corp, right? Excuse I'm not me. sure. How, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That sometimes evil that, to the core. Evil to the anyway. <clears throat> at the very minimum, that's an umbrella company, and you should have subsidiary LLCs sure. that can get paid. Yeah, U.S. That way well, not, so they do, right? The, they, they list it in here. There's like four or five individuals and four or five different companies underneath it that the Treasury Department has mapped all of these out. You know, they know hmm. the Bitcoin wallet numbers and stuff, so that's all being monitored. So it sounds like they're smart enough to do ransomware but not smart enough to do the corporate shell game effectively. This reminds me of the story, did you guys hear, I think it was in the 80s, where, where Pepsi briefly had one of the largest navies in the world? <laughs> no. no. They couldn't sell uh, Pepsi to the USSR, but the USSR basically gave them old ships and submarines that were going to be scrapped for the value of that scrap, and they, so there was a brief point. Look it up. It's a long story, but... Uh, Pepsi, Pepsi had a nice navy for a little bit. <laughs> Good story. Yeah. Short. But also, pointless. they took over small countries. <laughs> yeah. Pepsi did. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty a uh, French Pepsiville. Um, <laughs> Pepsiville. Yeah. yeah. yeah Pepsi Cola over in the Panhandle. Yeah. 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 I believe. All right. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where that, that whole story just went off the rails. <laughs> yeah. And none of that made any sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because the Earth is flat. <laughs> 
<laughs> Although when you did, hat. when you sure. said Pepsi had their own country, for some reason Papua New Guinea popped into my head. So I was like Pepsi New Guinea. Uh, Pepsi, Pepsi New Guinea. New they didn't Guinea. have their own country. They just had their own navy. Yeah, <laughs> briefly. Yeah. They could take over a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they which they did. Pepsi country. New Guinea. Yeah. Pepsi. Well, there we go. Clearly, all right. Well, it's a fact. Look that up. I, I, I'm almost positive that's true. <laughs> almost <laughs> as positive as he is the Hearst Hollow. Uh, <laughs> I, read, I read it on the internet. Well, you. Can, Prove me wrong on that one, Justin. Show me. Uh, yeah, I don't have to. <laughs> all right. Uh, our next uh, segment here today is also an update, and uh, this is one of our new segments as well, Behind Bars. Break the law, and you'll go to jail. That's a Probably. warning for well, you. For the most. Uh, yeah. <laughs> most of the time. It's a we warning for Justin. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Not those ransomware guys. Well, Justin here. should get in the ransomware negotiating business because you, you take like 10% or something. That's Yeah, so here's the thing. I'm... I'm not the I'm not the guy you want to show up in a power tie. <laughs> like I'm about to negotiate the hell out of this. All right, I've, got, I've got Trump's art of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah, I, I, I'm being taken hostage, aren't I? All right, well, th this article is actually about the Twitter <clears throat> breach that uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, that hit Biden, Obama, uh, a handful of other um, high-profile uh, people. So, th uh, according to CNN.com, three people charged in Twitter hack. That hid or that hit Biden and Obama, and so uh, this was kind of exactly what you would expect for hackers. Um, you know the uh, the kids in, yeah. in their uh, parents' basements. Basically, so there there was a 17 year old who's considered the mastermind of it, a 19 year old and a 22 year old. Now the interesting part to me was that the 22 year old was in Orlando, Florida, just a few hours down the road, but the 17 year old mastermind. Hillsborough County, like an Tampa. hour and 15 minutes from here. Yeah, that's the yeah. Tampa area for so, those who don't so know. So these are from our backyard that this amazing it's, hack it's has It's a occurred. weird sequel to Boss Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and the third guy uh, is over in the UK, right? The 19-year-old? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, for the 17-year-old, Florida has a lot of really interesting laws that make it super easy for him to be tried as an adult. So that's pretty much a guarantee, and that's why his name is yeah, out I was going to say, they've already named him in the article, yeah. which surprised me. Yeah, normally they don't, but he's going to be tried as an adult. Uh, it did all start as basically a, uh, a social engineering attack. We talked about that, but more details have come out over the last week, and it's super interesting. Um, I think the article we're looking at is on CNN. Yeah. But The Verge had a good write-up of how the law was able to put together the pieces to figure this out, going all the way back to the beginning from when some guy jumped into a Discord room and said, hey, I work for Twitter. Would you like to compromise, compromise an account? I can help, right? And, and then started selling these accounts. And it turned out that there were two or three different, we'll say people functioning on Discord, and most of them turned out to be the same person. And they were able to track various Bitcoin, Bitcoin payments going back years and years to payments all the way back in like 2013, to tie an email address to a Bitcoin wallet to then be able to figure out who these actual people were. And they took them down pretty quick, you know, just in a matter of four or five days, they were able to track these guys down and build a really, really strong case against them. And, and to be clear, no, no one actually worked for Twitter, right? No, no, okay. absolutely not. Now at, at Twitter, you know, there were new things have come out there, which is like over, uh, there's this administrative tool that a Twitter tech engineer can use to be able to change accounts, access account data, reset passwords, really powerful tool, right? So as a guess, how many Twitter employees do you think would have access to a tool that powerful? All of them. Yeah. You mm -hmm. took the words right out of my mouth. Well, 25. It wasn't all of them. It was, it was not. The CEO doesn't have it, my bad. But it was over a thousand 
Twitter employees had access to this tool. So that's a thousand people that are potential targets for social engineering. So it really just a matter of time before this happened. Do you think they all need that? They were probably just sharing it. Hey, check out this tool I can use at Twitter. (laughs) For some reason, all I can think of is the tools named the power of Grayskull. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it reminded me of like when, when you run a small business, when you're just getting started, when you have an IT department of two people, you're both domain admins. You both have root accounts, right? And then as you start to grow, you have three or four people in your IT department. Maybe you are all still admins. But eventually there comes a point where you've got 10, 15, 20 people in your IT department where you say, you know what? Time for some separation of duties. This, this is privileged access, right? This is yeah. what we talked yeah. about with yeah. uh, Dichotic and Joe Carson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It, I don't think it's at 1,000, though, Don. I no, think it's, it, it's, it's like 5,000 before that's you the start shocking separating. Part. How do you get that big <laughs> that like you have over 1,000 people that have access to this tool? It's ridiculous. So it, it's really gross negligence. How- because they got what's his name from Spaceballs running the joint, going, <laughs> you know, what, what access code is radar's jam. Yeah. We ain't found shit. <laughs> uh, how many employees does Twitter have? At least a thousand. <laughs> well, that would just be the text, right? I mean, that might include some uh, developers. I don't know, uh, but <laughs> there's a developer going, "Man, watch this, watch this." Uh, change his password. Who is that? It's the CEO. <laughs> you're getting fired in two days anyway. So, you know, it doesn't seem to say... Oh, employees, 4,600. So 25% yeah. of the company had access to this tool. <laughs> See, they didn't quite hit that cap of 5,000 yet. Yeah, yeah I, that's I, what it is. They hate they hit five grand yet. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, listen, uh, we can't take away tool access yet. <laughs> they only made it a few more years. I yeah. did read that, that, like, to get to Trump's account, though, there is a, a higher level of access because some people were saying, wow, why didn't they go after the highest, you know, there's like special protections high, around but yeah, there's account. only a handful well, of people. There's only 500 people that have access to, uh, yeah. to that account. There's still like president Obama, yeah. uh, Biden, like uh, Bill Gates. I mean, those like, are the those highest important. Elon Elon Musk. Yeah. 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 Elon Musk was on that list. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there had been a Kardashian in there, it would have been speaking of Bill everybody. Gates. I, I have to, I have to, you know how we reported that Bill Gates was creating the COVID vaccine to yeah. Yeah. put Track a chip in all of us. Yep. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, no one's going to believe that. So apparently I know some people back home. <laughs> Half of your Facebook feed. Yeah, they're like, listen, Bill Gates is going to track you. I go, he has not. So, anyway, you have a smartphone. I already track you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were assigned true. a number at birth. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just thought that was that was fun because it makes me sad. It was That's out of fun. vaccine batch number 666. <laughs> Mark of the devil. Yeah. Uh, well, it's good to, to finally see um, some people put behind bars. That's what makes me really happy. So uh, I think that's going to do it for, for that segment. And uh, why don't we take a quick break? We're going to come back. We've got a lot of news till to get to, uh, but we'll do that right after this on Technado with Don Pazette. Stay tuned. The IT Pro TV app is available for iOS and tvOS. The modern user interface makes navigation easy. Recently watched videos can be found on the home screen, as well as our daily live streams. Choose landscape mode for larger viewing. Access the entire course library by clicking on the play icon. Navigate our content by category, certification, and job role. Learn where you want and when you want as a premium annual member by downloading episodes for offline viewing. Watch on the go and pick up later on any of your favorite devices. 
So head to the App Store and download the IT Pro TV app. Welcome back to TechNado with Don Pizzette. We've got a lot of news to get to, so let's go ahead and jump right in with our first article from EndGadget. Microsoft will shut down their Cortana, iOS, and Android apps in 2021. It will also remove the digital assistant from Harman Kardon Invoke speakers. So that's well, probably not why, as big why of a Why are they waiting as... that long? I mean, if we're just being <laughs> honest. No one uses that. I mean, we just put out a video about how to remove it in Windows 10. Uh, a couple weeks ago for yeah. Pro TV and the, just the comment section that is like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you know, I, I definitely got burned out on all these virtual assistants, right? So, you know, Apple pushed Siri really, really hard. Google pushed their assistant really, really hard. The Google one's really good. Uh, and then Amazon pushed the Alexa assistant. So you have these three different competing factors that are dominating the market. Well, that didn't stop other people from launching more. So like Samsung came in with their Bixby assistant, which was just dumb at that point because they were, they were already running Android. Just use the Google I was going to say, you've already got one on the device. Yeah. Microsoft brought out Cortana. And, and it's like, man, I, I don't need all these different assistants because you get different responses based on different questions, different functionality. It's just too much of a mess. Well, apparently I wasn't the only person thinking that because very, very few people used Cortana on iOS and Android. And because those platforms already have their own built-in system, the redundancy was very obvious. Now, Samsung has doubled down on Bixby. It's now included in some refrigerators and washing machines and things. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, but Microsoft is apparently being a little bit smarter, and they are shutting down Cortana pretty much everywhere except for on the Xbox and on the PC. And what that means is they're really removing it from being a consumer-facing tool to being more of a backend, something that's powering their cloud services and other infrastructure. So Cortana's not going away entirely, but it's definitely not the home assistant that Microsoft was pushing for. Well, I'm just glad there's one less thing to get wrong where the nearest barbecue restaurant is. So <laughs> yeah. every time I, I will, I will give it this. In recent times, I've used Siri to add reminders to my phone, uh, and she has been able to figure that out. If I ask for directions anywhere, I have yet to see anything Here's closer what I found than on the 600 miles that. away. I, I've had that conversation with my wife because I'll be like, so where are we going for dinner? She's like, oh, I want to try out this new restaurant. I'm like, cool, where's it at? I don't know. Hey, Siri. And I'm like, why are you asking her? It's in Tacoma. That, that thing. <laughs> Is this, we're going to... Going to South Africa. That's yeah, weird. it's very and authentic plus it, Vietnamese food. It's yeah, in, uh, plus it didn't Vietnam. find Vietnamese food. It found like a Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, drywall is the same thing, right? You know, Justin, delicious. Justin, if you if you need the nearest barbecue restaurant, you just call me. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing: if where it's inside, a, if it's inside of town, I'm like, okay, where am I? What side of town? What's the nearest good barbecue restaurant where I am? Uh -huh. David's. Yeah. Well, they, you know, this is a tech good. podcast, but Peter is our resident uh, barbecue connoisseur. I should start. What would I call that? Uh, oh, what's the wine? Oh, a sommelier, system. a barbecue sommelier. PVR's BBQ. <laughs> oh, I like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. BBQ VR? No, no, that's virtual yeah, reality. Yeah. Hmm. Van Rysdom Q. Oh, man, what are we doing? Sounds Peter's foreign. the marketing guy. Yeah, He's going to figure that out. I gotta, you got to stop having us do your job. When Peter, I start my barbecue you know what, Peter, restaurant, you're fired. it's going to be called Smoking Peter's. I've already decided. Whoa. <laughs> do they serve chicken wings? <laughs> i got to get me some of them wings, Peter. I love wings. Man, wings at Smoking Peter's. I love it. <laughs> man, that's fantastic. Well, anyway, Cortana. <laughs> Has anyone well, in this... Uh, we should probably just not do the rest of the articles because it's <laughs> over. Yeah, you guys have... have uh, PCs, right? You're all either. So even Linux if I have, or... so I'll give you this. I'm 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 probably going to give Windows 10 a fair shake, 
Because um, your next iteration. Yeah, because it's 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 come along. But mm -hmm. I will tell you, I don't use Siri on my Mac, and I well, you, sure you do, just am not using Cortana. You, I'm talking you, about on my MacBook. Yeah, yeah you use yeah. it all the time when you accidentally hit that button. Oh yeah, when I hit the, <laughs> so you know what you know what something crazy that happened the other day. I accidentally hit that button, and then my sound didn't work. Oh, that's right. It didn't work until I rebooted my computer. Yeah, he's like, computer. if you're not going to yeah. talk to me, you're not going to talk to anybody. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I was listening to music, and I hit the button on accident. It was like, what can I help? I was like, nah, escape. And it went, oh, yeah, your music's dead. And I was like, Silent oh, yeah, that's, oh, the music's still, hold on a second. I here's, can't hear anything. Here's the thing, is I have, like, a, a mild ability to type. So I don't need to say it out. I just go, ticky, ticky, tap, tap. And I go, there's the answer I'm looking for. And Amazing. I, I, I think I can actually type faster than I can talk. Not all the time. Yeah, not all the time. <laughs> I do talk pretty fast sometimes. That southern drawl kicks in. Uh, plus, plus you get yeah. <laughs> you don't. Uh, I'm looking for wangs. Oh, that's a bad website. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted tasty chicken with barbecue sauce. I tell you what, I didn't think anybody had the domain name Smoking Peters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should check that. Uh, yeah, you should oh, actually. Yeah. Here, y'all go ahead with the next article. Uh, I'll check it out. Uh, 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 hey, is Nate going to get browser. an email about yeah. this? Incognito. Yeah. Incognito. <laughs> or just ask Cortana. Uh, no. how, do you, how do you talk to her, by the you way? You don't anymore. Yeah. Well, what would yeah. you say? Like, you, you go, go Cortana and install. Cortana, and she starts listening? I guess so. I, I've I have it, it disabled on my laptop. I think it's just a GIF of Bill Gates with his middle finger up at the screen. Pops up. Shame on them for not using Clippy. Because if it had been Clippy, I feel like that would have taken off. Yeah. I, I am scared of typing this in, but I'm going to. By the way, it's <laughs> it's smoking without a G. Oh, of course. Okay, uh, I just want yeah. to clarify. That's this. Smoke in. in. <laughs> All right. Uh, while he's looking that up, let's go ahead and jump <laughs> so, over to our next article from uh, <laughs> TomAnthony.co.uk. Uh, this is Tom's blog, uh, but not Tom's hardware. Nope. Uh, Zoom security exploit. Cracking private meeting passwords. So that... This is something I feel like we haven't talked about in a few mm. weeks, but for a while at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, Justin found something. Uh, so it's available, Peter. You should oh, really? buy it right now. <laughs> Great. Well, I have I have until this podcast is released to the public. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, like, like as soon as we're done, if I'll you don't buy it, I'm going to. How much is it? <laughs> I don't know. That's, I mean, uh, if it's available, it's... Anyway, carry on. Uh, about so, so Zoom meetings, we talked about at the beginning a lot of security exploits uh, yep. with Zoom. And people, Zoom bombing was going yeah, on. Yeah, people coming into meetings, and then they, they you know, got things better. But we're saying we're, it's it's still something that's easy to crack well, here. Well, so th this has been fixed now. So you know, by by the time you hear this, it's already been fixed. But uh, but what this guy found was that Zoom was basically imp imposing security by requiring a password for their meetings, right? And so you would basically get an automatically generated six-digit numeric password for the meeting. Now, six digits. That means you've got effectively, uh, what is that? A hundred? I mean, a million. Ten one, to the sixth. Yeah. Yeah. One million combinations, right? Which sounds like a lot. But this security researcher, Tom, uh, found that through a cross-site request forgery, that he could actually submit passwords over and over and over again to test out and find the right one. And a million passwords isn't that many. And so he found that he could flood the system with basically a million requests until he hit the winning number to guess the password for a meeting. And all he needed were the meeting IDs. And as part of his proof of concept, he actually showed like uh, there was a UK government meeting and you could see the meeting ID right there on the screen. So you could be watching live, see the meeting on CNN or whatever, and then run this attack, potentially get the number and then join that meeting and off you go. Uh, so basically he shared that with the people at Zoom. They took the web client off to fix the uh, request forgery exploit. So they fixed that part. 
and they change the passwords to be longer and alphanumeric. So they're harder to guess and you can't brute force them anymore. So they, they fixed it, but it just shows that sometimes a password isn't enough. How many times have we, uh, have we reported on a Zoom exploit that you've said the phrase, it's fixed now. <laughs> Um, but then, like, three weeks later, we're like, all right, so there's another one. <laughs> yeah. um, well, they fixed this. As long as it's not the same one that came back, then <laughs> yeah. I did uh, truth and reporting. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not worried about you telling <laughs> the truth. I just say it like Zoom's like, man, we finally fit. They're doing what? Oh. Yeah. Um, well, I expected mm. with their track record, well, we've added a seventh digit now. Now, now so. in their defense, they got to protect against everything. That security researcher only had to find one thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so That's doing protecting against everything is very difficult. That's why, like, people that do blue team for a living, my hat is Man, off to y'all. i tell you what, what is it like going to a job knowing you're going to lose? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I am going to lose today. What if you did that as a lifeguard? But every second you're not losing is a second you're winning. Yeah, yeah. But it it's doesn't matter how many kids you save from drowning the first time a kid drowns. You're out of it's there. It's all, all the yeah. kids that didn't drown. Yeah, yeah. but no one cares about that. Nope. Nah, yeah. That's not the mindset. Listen, yeah. you, you build a thousand bridges and you let one kid drown. You're not known as a bridge builder. <laughs> you're known as a kid killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about lifeguard. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a weird <laughs> argument. Teach a man to fish and one child. That's hey, right. so real quick, Peter, if yeah. you could figure out ways to get on various Zoom websites, what would be your guerrilla marketing campaign for <laughs> your barbecue restaurant? Well, it'd have to be regional because uh, I have not yet franchised, franchised my computers yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. across the country or the, the world. You should probably trademark that. Uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I should internationally. Yeah. But uh, so to go locally, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'd, I'd go for like a local commission meeting or something. School board. School board. Yeah. yeah, those are heated right now. A lot of people on there could use some nice barbecue to, yeah. to relax. Like, that is crap. What is going on here? Hey, that <laughs> looks like a good pulled pork sandwich right there. Uh, yeah. When you, when you can add sweet smells sauce. into Zoom and get that mesquite mm. coming through. That would be kind of cool if you had like a little mister. Yeah. That, <laughs> that user. <laughs> you fill it full of different chemicals and it would like yeah. do the right combination. Barbecue. I can see that. And then, really then what will happen is somebody yeah. will hack in yeah. using an, a, a six-digit password. Make you smell farts all and day. They either make you smell farts or it's mace. I'm thinking uh, half the stuff on the internet that I look at, I don't want to smell. Yeah. Uh, well, Peter, the, you the, said it, not us. The moment you said Mr., you know, put a Mr. on the computer, it made me think of uh, the Mr. Shake Mr. Weight episode of oh. South Park. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Shake Weight. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, Mr. Mr. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next article, which is over at ArsTechnica.com. Uh, God, I can't stop looking at this image on this. Uh... That's why I picked this article. This is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Everything we'll, about this we'll is We'll have awesome. to describe that in a second to, to the <laughs> listeners. Uh, a new flaw neuters secure boot, but there's no reason to panic. Here's why. All right, so I, a, I, I went. To, I, I was almost going to read the subheadline there, but I decided not to. Real quick, just how many times have you used the word neuters? Um, in computer context? Yeah, computer context. No, actually, Rarely. just anything other than a veterinarian context. Yeah, I was about to say I do help control the pet population right, yeah. by having my pets. Sorry, just, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to read the subheadline because <clears throat> I'm a professional. Boot hole. <laughs> See, I would have been fine if it would have been for Justin. I can't tell. I can't. It provides a new way to install boot level malware, but it's hardly the only. Are you ready, Peter? Go ahead. Boot hole provides a new way to install boot level hardware. I can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. 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 Can't do it
Uh, I think brown hat hackers have found a new vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said hat. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, you got to watch them. They're getting your boot hole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, hackers, as often they do, come up with the wittiest names for these things. And boot hole is my favorite so far. So um, uh, basically, they found a flaw in UEFI, especially with, well, particularly uh, with how Grub2 functions. Now, if you don't know Grub, Grub is the bootloader used for pretty much all the major Linux distributions that are out there, including Ubuntu, Debian, Red Hat, CentOS, Fedora. They all use Grub2 right now. And so, you know, a grub is a worm and this is the boot and whatever boot hole. So <laughs> that's how we get to boot hole. But basically what happens is uh, with grub, the bootloader does not digitally sign its config file and the config file is just a text file. And they found that they could do a buffer overflow if they put extremely long text strings in that config file. When it gets loaded at boot time, it can escape out and overwrite other areas of memory, allowing them to execute code. So that's bad. Uh, why RS Technica is saying don't worry about it is this is one of those where you would need to be an administrator on the system in order to be able to remotely modify this file, or you would need to have physical access to the machine to modify the file. So in both cases, the attacker's already got a level of access that is already the end game. Like it doesn't really matter whether bootholes exists or not. But this is another tool they can use, and potentially they can install boot level malware on your system which is some of the worst, nastiest stuff that you can get on the system. So definitely something you want to be aware of. Uh, they, the various distros are working to patch this right now. Uh, Ubuntu has already patched it, as well as Debian. Something went wrong with Red Hats. They rolled out an update, and it started causing machines not to boot. And so they are repatching that right now. So definitely check out Red Hat and CentOS's web pages for the advisory there. Don't update until they say it's okay. Uh, so just be aware of it. But it is being patched. This is one of those things where I would let them install boot level malware if they could just get my grub config correct. So just, <laughs> it's a trade. Like, like half the time, I'm like, whatever, show me ads. Can the, you get this thing to boot? The boot, the boot hole uh, exploit has actually made my computer bootable. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look at that. Turned it on today. Yeah. It worked flawlessly. Actually, you guys are pretty smart. I'm glad you got access to it. Could you help me out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm need two more Yahoo toolbars. Man, I just I just put some Bitcoin in your purse every every thirty days and we'll did call you, you tech support. Did you see in the uh, the congressional trial last week where uh, the various congressmen and women were grilling all of the big heads of the the Silicon Valley firms? Yeah. And when uh, is it Sundar Pichai or however you say his name from sure. uh, from Google? Uh, one of the senators was like, well, when my dad checks his email, this goes into spam. And why is that? You like turned it into a tech support, support call. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was one of, the, one of the candidates was talking about how all their, um, their emails to uh, their supporters go to spam. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's not a rule saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to allow this that to jerk. Yeah. 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 yeah, this jerk goes right to spam for everybody. Uh, all right, so the, the key here is just like prison, protect your boot hole, and uh, you should be... Nothing like the boot diddles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, otherwise things yeah. get really messy. And you uh, know what? If you really need to smuggle something, put it right in the boot hole. Uh, yeah. It's the last place that they <laughs> I thought it was there the first place that That's the the OS purse. <laughs> <laughs> the old prison wallet. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yep. So sure now that we've uh, skirted around um, <laughs> prison rape jokes <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. rectal uh, yeah, smuggling, <laughs> we should uh, rectal smuggling. Yeah, that's the nicest way that's ever been said. How'd um, you get a corgi in there? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's not a corgi. <laughs> that dog's got a weird. He's got a whole rebreather on and everything. 
Do they make corgi size snorkels? Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> Justin's wing. face is priceless. <laughs> Our next article is from ZDNet.com. Uh, a new tool detects shadow admin accounts in AWS and Azure environments. CyberArk releases new SkyArk tool for scanning AWS and Azure infrastructure and misconfigured accounts. Didn't we have CyberArk on at one point? We. Uh, I don't think we've had them on the podcast, but we interviewed them at uh, Black Hat, oh. I believe. I know we've interviewed them at least once in person. Yeah, it could have been RSA we did a while. No, we had CyberArk's... Uh, hold on, bringing it up here. Uh, we had... Someone from CyberArk back in February of 2019, oh. Joe Garcia. Okay. So CyberArk, if you're not familiar with them, they are a security research firm. They do a lot of uh, pen testing and other things, but they create a ton of software tools that are very powerful that enable you to protect your network and do vulnerability assessments and so on. Uh, and occasionally, they release some really neat stuff for absolutely free, which is awesome. And so uh, they have released a new tool called SkyArk. And what SkyArk does is something neat, something I hadn't really thought about which is it will scan your cloud accounts. And when I say cloud accounts, I mean like Microsoft Azure or AWS. And it's looking for shadow admin accounts. These are admin accounts that might be present in the system that you don't notice, right? Most of us, if you're not going into IAM every day on AWS, then you might not see the user list that's there. And permissions are rarely set on the user, they're usually set on a role. And so now you've got to look at a user, look at their role, go find the role, find the policy to see what even permissions are attached to. It's kind of convoluted. So an attacker could potentially get into your account, create their own account, give it elevated privileges, and you might not even notice unless you're doing CloudTrail or some other kind of track to be able to see that stuff going on. So what SkyArk does is it can routinely scan that and show you all the various accounts that have administrative access, no matter how convoluted the path is that leads to them getting that access. So it's a really neat audit tool and it is available from uh, CyberArk right now. So it's uh, it's been released, you can go and download it. Uh, it does support Azure and AWS. I don't know if it supports Google or other cloud providers, but they specifically call out AWS and Azure. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Being able to, like I was reading the article and it was, saying that the that a lot of these accounts can kind of aggregate different um, permissions and ultimately become some sort of like shadow admin. I was, yeah. I was like, I never thought about that happening. You got to worry about that in the operating system. But no, I didn't think about that in my cloud world, honestly. Especially with like nested roles. Yeah. I might have a role that's part of another role that's part of the administrative role. And so looking at the user and its role, you don't even see it. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're, uh, what's that called when you calculate somebody's final set of privileges? Right, uh, effective permissions. They're, their effective permission is yeah. that they're a full-blown admin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got confused because I was thinking, you know, shadow admin is, is always something nefarious and, and someone Illuminati. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this is saying that, that shadow admins can be created by accident when you integrate cloud with on-prem stuff. So it's not necessarily someone is in your network that right. it shouldn't be. You know how you keep from having shadow admin? Uh-huh. You just make everybody an admin. There you go. That's right. If you have a thousand admins. You know exactly yeah. who the Everybody are. in front of you, you're like, are you an admin? Done. Yeah, I work in mail. It's in plain daylight. No <laughs> yeah, shadows. No shadows yeah. at all. Yeah. 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 Huh. It is, uh, eh, permissions are so hard. So tools like these are great for performing auditing and reporting. Remember that auditing is only good if you look at the data. So, you know, it is something you'd have to monitor. You'd want to run this continually, run it once a week, once a month, maybe. Maybe it's just part of the paper pen test that you do every month or uh, every quarter, however often it is you do them. Uh, but it is a chance to check and see if uh, Hillary Clinton and her team have created a backup account in your system. 
<laughs> I would have liked to have been like privy to the process of creating that tour, any of those tools, honestly, because that's that's really interesting, uh, a process, because you learn so much about the actual system itself by building something that's meant to integrate with it. That that can be a, a huge learning Well, if you really want to learn that in AWS, write a cloud formation template to create a user. And you're done. Yeah, it <laughs> well, takes a better part of two days. You'll Whoa. both be glad to I'm know. Joking that Skyarc has been open sourced and is available on GitHub today. Well, so you hey. can pull the so full source code and see exactly how it works. You it's mean what I'm doing Fortran. right now? <laughs> it's written in Fortran. Yeah. Maybe I have we no should idea what it's written in. It's we should get, get Joe back up here. Joe, uh, Joe actually came up from Tampa for that one. So uh, if he's still there, maybe maybe we can talk to them and find out a little bit more about that. So, yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, we'll look for that in the future. All right, guys, uh, we have a webinar coming up actually today, the day this webinar is released. It is with Don Pizzette here. Uh, three things to know before starting your own IT business. And he's actually going to be talking uh, with Tom Lawrence, who owns an MSP as well. So we'll get uh, two perspectives on there, which would be great. Uh, we're talking about carving out your own path in the world of IT. So that is Thursday, August 6, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and it will also be archived. So if you're listening to this after that time, don't worry. You can still head over to itpro.tv slash webinars and see an archive of that, as well as all the other webinars that we've done in the past. And I know we've got uh, some more coming up uh, this month about, um, uh, what are we doing this month? Cloud? Mm, no, DevOps. that's next month. DevOps. Thank you. What? I'm like... Why am Peter? I? Because I nobody know. knows what it is. Well, we're, and we're so <laughs> nebulous. Yeah, I, I remember because Justin was going to do one about Python, and then, then he didn't. So then he uh, did. All right, hold on. We're going back up. You better set the timer because uh, that's not how it happened. <laughs> are, are you doing one this month though? Don't you have I'm, one? Later uh, uh, it's me and Joe co-smeing one. Yeah, you're talking about what is DevOps uh, and what does the, it really mean? The DevOps myths. DevOps myth, and we're yeah, busting them. Yeah. Man, you uh, should do one all about like defining what DevOps is because there's no real good definition. Yeah. You can say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> go, <laughs> that is the gospel wrong. of Paul. It's a 30-second <laughs> webinar. Did, did you know that DevOps is Nathan's hot dogs? Yeah. Oh, amazing. It is. Yep. Yep. 700 of them. <laughs> 700. Oh, okay. and for the record, the uh, Skyarc tool is written almost entirely in PowerShell. So oh, it's actually wow. not in a language. Yeah. I'm out. Man. <laughs> you well, didn't say deal. that ahead of time. Yeah. I retract my former statement. Yeah. I mean. A lot of security researchers these is. days are big on PowerShell. They love the PowerShell. Yeah, because for some reason, typing a sentence to get a single command to run is something <laughs> I enjoy doing. Jeffrey Sanders yeah. laughing somewhere. Get yeah. dash AWS dash policy dash user dash role. Whoever created PowerShell must be on drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that one guy was never shot, we wouldn't have it. Yeah. Remember. That's right. So. Learn that here on Technado. Yeah. Man, I, I got to get first. that DeLorean out of the... <laughs> Save that guy. <laughs> Jump in the way oh, of okay. yeah. For some oh. reason, all I could think about was a guy who shot Reagan. <laughs> yeah. John <laughs> William Hinckley. Yeah. I think he would have mentioned his name if it had been Reagan. He's like, That's I love you, Jody Foster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, while you're on that internet, head over to go.itpro.tv slash technado, and that is where you can find out all about uh, all the great things from IT Pro TV. You can get a 30% off coupon code, a seven-day free trial, all for your uh, personal subscription. And if you're part of a business and have a team, you can request a demo uh, for your team where you can see all the great features that are available to teams like the Pro Portal and some other great stuff. Uh, that's all over at go.itpro.tv slash technado. So uh, definitely take a look at that. Well, 
Thank and you, guys. For all your barbecue yeah. and smoke needs, be yeah. sure to check out Smoke and Peter's. Smoke and Peter's right. with an N and then the little apostrophe. I don't think you can put that in. You URL. can't use that. Uh, uh, unless yeah. you like sequel injection. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, Smoke and Peter's has got a bunch of credit cards. <laughs> I'm going to get smokeandapostrophepeters.com. Yeah. Yeah. Spell, it's spelled out. It's spelled out apostrophe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that should yeah. be easy. That's how you do the And then you got to have a bit.ly link. And it's got to be URL encoded. Yeah. Are there any good domain extensions that would be good for... For a barbecue, is there dot barbecue yet? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> why, why? Why have we missed that? There's so many idiotic extensions. And think about how many barbecue. Maybe Justin's you can find like thought. a. Because there is there dot bbs. Is that does it have an no. extension for dot bbs? Dot? The, uh, there's dot museum. Dot museum. <laughs> <laughs> there's smoking peters dot, dot museum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have the best domain name ever uh, here. Uh, at uh, dot I'll tell you. Take Come on over to Smoking yeah. Peter's yeah. Museum. Dot barbecue. Yeah. We'll show you the history of Here's barbecue. Ye old Peter smoked. Peter, you should probably wrap this up before we get. Yeah, I'm like going to go ahead. FCC I'm going to look, I'm gonna look online for uh, countries that might have BBQ as their country extension. I'm not. I can't think of any offhand. But you can also uh, use a different character set. Oh, oh there you go. People love that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for us. But next week, I think we're going to have a couple of guests. So uh, definitely come back and watch that episode. But that's going to do it for today. We'll see you next time on Technado with Don Pizzette. Smokingpeters.com.